Welcome to the village. Welcome to the village. It's your man, KJ. We are in the village. Another knee-jerk reaction uh, topic. Eve Marie, uh, you got the topic tonight. So what you got for me? Let, let's I hear do. it. I found this actually uh, while at work on a work break. Mm-hmm. Um, so this comes from the platform Blavity. Um which I had never really heard of the platform. However, I, I did read through the article um, and it seems very legit. You know, this is stuff coming around. It says five states to vote on slavery. Yes, slavery in November. And Wait, so, okay. Uh, no. We're going to take it deeper. We're okay, take let's, it deeper. let's take it deeper. So, this sounds- so that was the, that's the name of the article. And it says right underneath that voters will choose rather to remove a loophole that allows for forced servitude for those convicted of crimes mm. so we're going to take it deeper i'm just going to read read the article so everyone has a good basis for what they're talking about okay um the 2022 elections have already shaped up to be among the most politically charged midterm elections in some time among the many political races and laws that will be on the ballot in november several states will be vo- voting on a question that most of us had assumed had been settled long ago, rather to officially abolish slavery. Here's what to know before voting in November. We all should know about this, right? Okay. Wait, isn't slavery already illegal? Despite conservative attempts to whitewash history in recent years, those of us with even a cursory understanding of American history generally believe that slavery was abolished in the United States as a result of the Civil War. That is technically true. The 13th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution declared that neither slavery nor involuntary servitude, except as a punishment for crime, whereof the party shall have been duly convicted, shall exist within the United States or any place subject to their jurisdiction. Over time, every state in the U.S. has ratified the 13th Amendment, although the last state to do so was Mississippi in 2013. So several states have yet to change state laws. The except as a punishment for a crime clause that the the 13th Amendment, however, allowed southern states to criminalize blackness in ways that let them retain some degree of forced labor. And over time, it has contributed to the mass the problem of mass incarceration in the U.S. So hmm. basically, so we're talking about the Fourteenth Amendment. Is, is that what we're kind of talking 13th about? Thirteenth Amendment. Thirteenth. I'm sorry. Thirteenth Amendment. So there was a clause, and um, I believe you had me watch. It was yeah. a. Uh, it was a uh, Netflix. It special. was a Netflix special. And it was talking about incarceration. Mm-hmm. So basically, the bottom line of if you've really delved into American history which I made made my children do. Um, it was not something I was taught in college or in high school. Um, if you really delve into what happened um, after slavery was abolished, you had mass amounts of people with nowhere to go. Yeah. Right? Arrested and for loitering and lost, stuff Arrested like that. for yeah. loitering, arrested for these different things. And so they basically, when they jailed folks, they then convicted them, and this law basically says, hey, if you can convict them, then lawfully you can use them as labor, mm-hmm. right? And that has, if look at any prison in the United States, 
you would be surprised how many goods that we purchase on Target shelves and Walmart shelves and Dollar General and all these different places are actually made by inmates. Mm -hmm. Making you know, 10 cents an hour or we, whatever the case may be. Exactly. Yeah. We all remember the the bad movies from the 80s where they were making license plates. Mm -hmm. But it goes much deeper than that. It really does. There are some really good programs in prisons now. There are, in some places, some really good programs as far as education and things of that nature. There are some people doing some really good work and working hard to try and change the lives of incarcerated individuals. Right. Right? But the bigger picture and the scary picture is we come from a place where people in, in this country were enslaved and then incarcerated. Mm -hmm. We come from a place where, like indigenous americans have also become in, incarcerated mm -hmm. and, and added into that population right you know so here's uh, and i'm glad we read through this because i because <laughs> at first my, you were my like my it, it was wasn't was it like what was, the hell exactly. is going on like what what revolt like this is should not even be in a thing this is insane but it all makes perfect sense. Yeah. It really does. So like, now, basically, they're they're talking about us going back and saying, hey, that also is not cool. Yeah. We cannot incarcerate people, then force them to work for pennies. There, If you know anything about prisons and the prison system, the prison system is not a system of rehabilitation in the United States. No. And I'm going to get a lot of flack for saying that. But it's the truth. The prison it's system is like any... Well, it's not even consignment. The prison system is like any other system in the United States. It's a capitalist system. Mm -hmm. So we incarcerate, we incarcerate people. We then, it, it, then there's an entire system within a system. So if you're incarcerated, you also have to, you can't bring anything in on your own. Everything has to be bought through a canteen with inflated prices. Yes. Every phone call made. Um, you would be surprised how expensive they can't just call a local number no. or, or it, it all goes through a system where you have to buy cards and it's incredibly expensive. Mm -hmm. Everything that's done, a stamp is not a stamp when you're in prison, right? And for these families that might have a child or a mom or dad, sister, auntie, grandmother, whoever, grandfather, whoever's in prison, they're, they're basically using them it's 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 a highly expensive being in prison it's expensive yeah i have family so not, in prison so i fully yeah, understand yeah it's not just it isn't just you've lost a loved one you're now trying to basically provide for their basic needs in an inflated system mm -hmm. so that in in a, of itself is an entire capitalist community on top of that now they're using these prisoners as labor mm -hmm. and they're only they're telling him oh you work for our, for this amount of money but we're going to put that on your books basically yeah. they're not making anything off of that they're saying this pays for your room and board while you're here and the problem is that debt's never going to go away no and they're not making the minimum wage no for an hour they're making maybe they're making a dollar 25 something yeah it's some it, absurd i, I believe when my 
I believe when I had family in prison, it was like 47 cents an hour. That's, yeah. 47 cents an hour for pretty significantly hard labor. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically that's, that's what's coming up. Mm-hmm. We're going to have the ability to go through and say, hey, we're going to stop using folks who are incarcerated and that's, as am- labor. That's great. That's, that's amazing to me. Because some of the things that I've seen personally, I there, I w- did the research on it. Well, you know all these major fires that we have in this country. The, uh, most prisons they have a team of prisoners that are actually trained as firefighters. Yeah, and they go out there and they're setting you know those backfires and and all that stuff, and they're putting their lives on the line. I'm thinking, wow. Does it suck that they're not getting paid the right way? Yes, it mm-hmm. sucks. For sure. But that I also say for this particular field, right? On this particular field, they are getting some great quality training. I will say that. I don't. But know. I don't yeah. necessarily. But I absolutely not necessarily. But I don't agree with the pay because it's absolutely insane to say hey you're gonna put your life on the line as same as this guy over here and you're going to get far less now granted yes you're in prison you know you got to pay your debt to society but there has to be some kind of middle ground in my opinion we got to find a middle ground because it, it shouldn't be they make this and you make this no there has to be a middle ground even for prisoners you know you're you're providing a service you're doing a job even if even if we say the the folks that can go in this particular program are going to be available to be released, they've went through they've went through what they need to. They paid their debt for debt to society. They repaid. They've went through all of the classes they need to to get some good mental health help all of these things we're now going to help them learn a trade in this mm-hmm. case firefighting mm-hmm. maybe you're not going to make 47 dollars an hour right. maybe you're going to make this but we're, or maybe you're going to make half that but we're going to put that other half into a fund for you for when you release because the major major it's very hard to get a job when you've been in prison it is and so when you get out you have that six months to a year where you're struggling if you had that money where you didn't have to struggle, what could you do with that? Right. Or if they say, hey, we're going to put this money over here into this fund, and this fund is for you to go to school. Mm-hmm. You can't tap the money for anything. You know, you can tap the money like we'll pay your rent with it. We'll, you know, we'll give you a stripe in for groceries. We'll pay for schooling for you. Well, you know, this money, when you get out, we're going to this money was put aside for you to go buy a vehicle mm-hmm. this money was put aside for you to have but whatever those things are within yeah. the, the structure because of course you don't want to tempt people by handing them a forty thousand dollar check of course but, but yeah but having a, a provision that the work that they have done while they're incarcerated helps them later mm-hmm. you know in whatever way the help is needed or hey for some of these individuals, hey, I'm in prison working, but half of that money, I'm able to say, hey, I want that money sent to my family for my children. That's, yeah, I was going to say how, that. How That's exactly what good I was would say. that feel, for instance, 
if you were incarcerated, you being a father, how good would it feel that you were still able to provide somewhat for your children? Mm -hmm. Hey, yeah, I screwed up. I understand I screwed up. Exactly. I understand that I'm stuck here, but I want that money to go towards my child's college education, or I want that money go to go towards my child's health and wellness. You know, mm -hmm. the ability to say, hey, yeah, I know I screwed up. I know I don't have my freedom, but if I'm going to work, let it be something that in some way helps my life instead of we're going to make cheap jeans for Amber Crombie and Fitch. <laughs> but, I mean, let's, let's just be honest. Instead, I'm going to do the laundry for the entire, you know, city of Austin, whatever, whatever they're yeah. being made to do. Yeah. You know, there's so many different things, you know, I the the one thing I am for in regards to jails and prisons and prisoners is I am all about, OK, you made a mistake, right? Because guess what? We've all made mistakes. I've done a lot of dumb things in my life. Yes. Right. Yes. There it is. <laughs> Facts. But yeah. at the end of the but at the end of the day right there's i believe in second chances i believe in third chances i do i believe that people can be redeemed unless you're like eating people then you know go away but he has a cannibal thing too, yeah he's totally freaked out by it weird um it's, it's logical fear in my opinion but at the end of the day <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the day you know if a person is saying hey yes i made a mistake please forgive me but allow me to work and be able to to do this for my family. I, I, I'm okay with there's that. There's something redeemed. There's a redeeming in, in being able to provide. There's, it feels good. Yeah. Especially for, I think for a man in particular to be able to provide for his family inside of, you're still providing. Does it suck? You're going to be locked up for 10, 15, 20 years. Yeah. But it's, it, it settles a little more in my stomach. If I know that my kids are taken care of my you know, if my spouse is still with me, she's taken care of. But ultimately for me is my kids will see, oh, wow, dad is still shooting us this money every month or every two months or three months. However, they, the system would pay it out. I'm, I'm OK with that. I genuinely am OK with you made a mistake. You're, you owned it. Here you go. Let's let you work and earn a decent wage you're not gonna make this amazing wage but the decent wage you take part of your money goes to your commissary the other part goes to your family i'm i'm all for that yeah it, it, and and here's the thing i don't know the exact numbers but the greater part of the prison populace are not in there because they're serial killers or serial rapists or unredeemable. Mm -hmm. They're in there for smaller petty crimes, right? And because prison is what it's been made to be. Yeah, once for profit. They, and it's made for profit. Once they get in there, they're in a very dangerous foot soup bowl, fish bowl of people, mm -hmm. right? And so a lot of these younger kids, younger people that go in and may have gone in for a petty crime or for having mental health issues for mm -hmm. the repeat offenders, whatever that is, it's not about rehabilitation. And because they're put in this very dangerous, you know, thing, 
they become repeat offenders, yeah. right? Yes. And so it, it just it just populates. But if you can if you can reboot the system, yeah, it's an easy way to put. It. If you can reboot the system, which is not going to happen in our lifetime, let's let's be honest. It's no. taken a long time to get us at the point we're at. Right. But if this you can is... start rebooting the system, if you yeah. can start saying, "Hey." you're being put in for this petty crime we're putting you here if we can work more on re rehabilitation there there are countries where this works it does they, yeah their their prisons don't look like our prisons no they look like hey you screwed up let's figure it out let's figure out why the whys and wherefores and how can we help yeah let's make you more productive could you imagine what we would be as a society if we were actually working on the redeemable being redeemed mm -hmm. i just had a i was sitting there listening to you and i'm absorbing everything you're saying and i remember uh i have a classmate of mine who went into jail at the age of 18 he's doing life and i just thought about him like I remember seeing him on TV, uh, he got sentenced to life for murder at the age of 18. I'm 41. He's the same age as me. He's a couple months younger than me. And it just blows me away. I'm just like, I just had a moment. I'm sorry, Village. But yeah, that's wow. Yeah. It's... I'm 41 and he's still in jail. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it, I'm not going to sit up here and say he didn't hurt people. He didn't, you know, hurt families the person that he murdered but damn yeah. you know can, if the person can be redeemed can, if, if they can be you know if we can put them back into society to be a redeemable person Why i think we, we need I, I think we need to take the steps to figure that part out exactly as a society as a society not not just definitely. not not just as a as as a individual basis but as a collective we need to sit down and figure that out even marie your final thoughts on this because this is one of those i could kind of drag on because there's there's so many more questions and, and things that we can discuss as far as this you know what i mean like there's so many things so it's, your final it's, thoughts you know this entire idea of prisons being more than capitalist many capitalist societies mm -hmm. is big and just the fact that we still ha have states that have to vote on this is crazy to me mm -hmm. in 2022 yeah um i guess my thought it is it, it needs to we need to keep going forward yeah um, I'm hoping that these bills are passed. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm hoping that we do get these things ratified so that our prisons can yeah. stop being this thing. This for-profit You thing. know, it, they were created this way, yes. However, our society as a whole needs this to move away from and become, you know, man, you messed up. But let's see if we can fix that. It, it's it's what we need. Yes, there there are some people I never would want to see walk the streets of mm -hmm. the United States again. You know, I had an uncle. Yeah, no, mm -hmm. I would never, ever, ever want to see him released to the general populace. He's mm -hmm. one of the few people I've ever known that, and and that was after multiple chances and multiple incarcerations. And it's he's he's 
he's very mentally ill. Yeah. However, comma, that's not the normal story. Yeah. And so I would love to see our young people and our young families and our older families give them a chance and, yeah. and let's do away with it. Like yeah. if we're going to say we're, we've done away with slavery, let's get rid of this last piece. Yeah. Because disproportionately, so many are people are affected by this. Yeah. And this is this, this right here definitely affects uh, majority people of color. It's yes. just what it is. It affects majority people of color. Eve Marie, that's our show. That's a that was a damn good topic. I, I <laughs> it like when you I initially read, read it to I me, went, and I was like, "What?" I was I, like, "That's knee jerk." Because I I I, I was was completely like, "You got to break this one down because this is crazy." <laughs> All right, so village. If you guys want to check us out on Twitter, I am at Light My Mind. Eve Marie is at Muse Chaotic. Twitter handle for the village is at W2TheVillage. Instagram is welcome to the village. Facebook, welcome to the village. Email, welcome to the village at gmail.com. If you guys have any thoughts on anything that we discuss, please give us an email. Send us an email. Uh, if you want to check us out on Stitcher Radio, Apple Podcasts, Odyssey, Deezer, iTunes, Tumblr, Spotify, Podomatic, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Audible, Player FM, SoundCloud, YouTube, and LinkedIn by searching for me. Kevin Johnson, Village, all these different places to listen to us. Simply put, whatever your favorite site is for listening to podcasts, if we're there, subscribe to us. It helps us. We're just we're not asking you for these for donations or nothing like that. We're simply asking for you to just hit the subscribe button. It takes a matter of seconds. It helps the show grow. It helps with our numbers. It helps us get to where we really want to be when this is all said and done. Eva Marie and I are working very hard. And Eva Marie, folks, if you guys did not know, she is a college student as well. Oh, and so, so, so she is grinding, <laughs> going to school, doing podcasts. And as soon as this is done, she's about to hit, get back on the books. Yep. Super proud of her. So anyways, Village, that's our show. Uh, Eve Marie, great show. Great show, sir. As the saying goes, we love you. We thank you. Be blessed. Have a great night. Bye, everyone. Bye. Have a great week, guys.
Thank you.